Welcome to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. Our top story, high levels of cancer-causing metals spotted in fake goods from China, plus a list of fake Chinese knockoffs seized by U.S. Customs authorities. Actress Nicole Kidman's new series, Banned Inside Hong Kong. That's despite being filmed in the city. More on why. Chinese-owned TikTok set to lose thousands of songs from major artists, including Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift. What happened? And a Chinese billionaire suddenly quitting his executive roles at a top Chinese investment bank. How is Beijing involved? Dangerously high levels of carcinogenic metals found in counterfeit Chinese goods seized by South Korea. On the list, fake earrings and knockoff leather bags claiming to be Chanel, Dior and Louis Vuitton, as well as clothing and shoes. In some of those items, the concentration of lead and other metals were found to be over 900 times more than safety limits allow. South Korean authorities sounded the alarm after they found the problem in Chinese counterfeit products. Many of them contain lead and cadmium, metals that can increase the risk of cancer. Long-term exposure to lead could also result in kidney damage. The health risk may not stop at South Korea, though. China is the world's largest source of counterfeit goods. In 2022, over 60% of the counterfeit goods seized by Customs and Border Protection came from China. A large majority of the goods that we seize are from China and Hong Kong, uh, probably between 70 and 80 percent of the goods. Russo said in New York alone, officers seized about $273 million worth of counterfeit goods. We really uh, stress to uh, the consumers, uh, to the citizens, not to buy counterfeit goods because they're, they're unsafe and they, they fund uh, criminal organizations. On top of health risks, counterfeit goods from China also hurt American businesses, undermining authentic products through cheap price tags. Here's a list of fake Chinese goods that were stopped at ports of entry. Cincinnati CBP seized fake merchandise branded with logos owned by Major League Soccer and the NFL. And last week, officers in Puerto Rico intercepted over 100 pieces of counterfeit luxury jewelry from China. Last October, Indianapolis officers seized over 360 fake watches made to look like Rolex, Versace and Gucci styles. On top of this, hazardous products from China have sparked other safety fears. This January, an 11-year-old girl in the UK suffered severe chemical burns after using nail polish from Timu. She had two skin graft surgeries afterwards. Timu offered over $2,000 in compensation. Australian actress Nicole Kidman's new show has made its debut across the globe. Despite being filmed in Hong Kong, viewers in the city are blocked from watching it. What sparked the censorship? NTD's Sam Wong has the details. At the peak of Hong Kong's COVID-19 lockdown, Aussie movie star Nicole Kidman received a rare exemption from Hong Kong officials to film a new series. She was one of the few in her crew who got to walk free in the city as residents and travelers were bound by quarantine. Axbass is an Amazon Prime drama about foreigners living in Hong Kong. But upon its release last month, it was made available everywhere besides inside the city itself. The show features scenes of the Umbrella Movement in 2014, when thousands of pro-democracy activists took to the streets to demand a transparent election. 
It all started with Beijing proposing a rule which allowed the CCP to handpick candidates in Hong Kong's elections. Expats isn't the only show subjected to censorship in Hong Kong. Disney Plus previously took down episodes of The Simpsons from its service there. That's for making reference to China's forced labor camps. In 2020, Beijing began to push its draconian national security law onto the city. Hundreds of pro-democracy activists have since been arrested or forced into exile. The entertainment industry also became a target a year later, when the city passed a law that would ban films deemed to violate China's so-called national security. Sam Wong, NTD News. Taylor Swift, Drake, Adele, Billie Eilish, these are just some of the artists whose music could soon disappear from TikTok. The social media app has lost the rights to license content from Universal Music Group, or UMG, one of the world's largest music conglomerates. Earlier this week, Universal Music, which represents hundreds of major artists, wrote a forceful open letter to TikTok. It accused TikTok of trying to build a music-based business without paying fair value for the music. UMG said the platform has repeatedly failed to protect artists' rights and interests. The music company said TikTok proposed to pay artists and songwriters at a rate that's a fraction of what other social media platforms like Meta pay and is allowing the platform to be flooded with AI-generated recordings, which UMG says poses risks to human artists. UMG said TikTok attempted to bully it into accepting a deal that was less than fair market value during negotiations to renew their contract, which expired on Wednesday. As of early Thursday, many popular songs had already disappeared from the social media platform's library, including those from Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, Olivia Rodrigo, and more. While a singer's UMG tracks will be removed, songs licensed exclusively with other music giants like Warner and Sony-owned labels shouldn't be impacted. TikTok has pushed back against claims by UMG, accusing it of putting profit above the interests of their artists and songwriters. The short-form video platform is owned by the Chinese company ByteDance. It's long been accused of providing user data to the Chinese regime. The CEOs of TikTok and other social media platforms faced questioning from senators on Wednesday over child exploitation. Senator Tom Cotton pressed the TikTok CEO on his ties to the Chinese Communist Party. The CEO denied such ties. We spoke to Xivan Fleet, a survivor of China's Cultural Revolution, who says the situation is not so simple. She joins us to explain why. Help us understand that this concept of private companies in China, if they exist, you posted on Twitter or X, um, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, in their party branch, having a giant Chinese Communist Party flag. Who is in control here? Party. It's always the party. And they have implemented this system called uh, party branch ever since they took out power. Every organization, there is a party branch. And what it does is to really ensure that everything there follow the party's uh, instruction, party line. And so, and especially for such an important asset as TikTok to the CCP, they would never let someone just run it. And someone, it doesn't matter who this person is. It might be from Singapore, might be from Taiwan, might, might be from United States unless this person is absolutely under their control. 
On that note, Senator Tom Cotton is defending his line of questioning. He was telling Fox that, quote, Singapore, unfortunately, is one of those places in the world that has the highest degree of infiltration and influence by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, give us a sense of how that type of infiltration and influence works. How are people, Chinese people or even dissidents living overseas sometimes coerced to toe that party line? I think Singapore probably is one of the most infiltrated, but so is here in the United States. We even have uh, CCP's police station in San Francisco and a flushing of New York. It is everywhere, but for the uh, Singapore, I think it's especially the case. CCP consider every Chinese, no matter what your citizenship, they consider they are the owner of all Chinese. And they always ask the uh, the Chinese to be patriotic, to love the, their motherland. What they're really doing is to make sure that they love the CCP. And this is something that a lot of a lot of dissident in America has to deal with. They have to deal with the CCP's infiltration and their attempt to control all of us. China says its economy was strong and healthy in 2023, but how true is that claim? Beijing is cracking down on any suggestion that says otherwise. Erasing internet posts that show the economy, stock market and real estate industry are all struggling. Here's more. The world's second largest economy had a tough year in 2023. Now, one of Beijing's answers to the challenge, ban and erase criticism of it. In December, China's Ministry of State Security issued this order. Resolutely crack down and punish illegal criminal activities that endanger national security in the economic security field. Apparently, that includes disappearing negative commentary from the already heavily censored Chinese Internet. On December 1st, this prominent economic professor, Liu Jipeng, advised people not to invest in the falling Chinese stock market. Now, all of Professor Liu's social media accounts are frozen. And when you click to follow him, you get this message, which translates, it is forbidden to follow this user due to their violation of relevant rules. CNN found similar freezes temporarily imposed on at least five other Chinese economic analysts. Also removed from the internet, this documentary highlighting economic hardship among Chinese migrant workers. I think the Chinese economy is at a cliff edge at the moment. I don't think it has started falling off the cliff yet, but it's getting to a point where things can get uh, much more difficult. Officially, the Chinese economy grew by more than 5% last year. But the country's youth unemployment rate keeps hitting record highs. Then there's China's all-important real estate sector, which, along with related industries, used to make up 30% of the Chinese economy. This is the Hong Kong office of the biggest symbol of China's real estate crisis, Evergrande. Until two years ago, this company was the largest home builder in China, employing some 200,000 people. Then the company defaulted on its debt, and now a court here in Hong Kong has ordered the liquidation of Evergrande. Across the country, protests as angry new home buyers demand completion of unfinished homes that they've already paid for. Perhaps the only other sector gloomier is the country's stock market. 
In the past three years, the combined Chinese stock market lost more than $6 trillion. I haven't made any money out of the stock market, so I sold all my stocks. The Chinese economy is strong and it will be stronger, says this Beijing resident. Perhaps she got the message from this recent meeting of the country's top propaganda officials. Their order, amplify bright prospects of the economy as China heads into 2024. Another worrisome statistic for the Chinese economy is also making the rounds. That is, in the third quarter, foreign direct investment went into the negative. According to a Friday report from the International Monetary Fund, China's GDP growth could drop to the 3% range between this year and next year, based on the current trend. The Shanghai Benchmark Index saw its worst week in five years Friday. Stocks tumbled, closing 1.5 percent lower. The drop comes amid signs of panic selling. That's as authorities remain cautious about injecting a major stimulus to boost the economy, disappointing investors. The index sank over 6 percent for the week, its largest loss since 2018. A missing Chinese finance tycoon is reportedly resigning from all his roles. His company, China Renaissance Holdings, announced the decision Friday, citing health reasons. His resignation takes effect immediately. Bao Fan was the chairman and CEO of one of China's largest investment banks. He was reported missing a year ago, not long after Chinese authorities carried on an unexplained investigation on him. He hasn't appeared in the public eye since then. What was the investigation about? Chinese Communist regime leader Xi Jinping ordered a nationwide anti-corruption campaign in late 2021. The investigation into Bao's activities came after that campaign was launched. Xi's anti-corruption probe gives Chinese authorities a greater power to crack down on local entities and tighten controls on Chinese wealth. That's to block wealthy Chinese from sending their money overseas. Apple forecasting a drop in iPhone sales and a $6 billion shortcoming on total revenue. The grim outlook comes as the tech giant's China business took a hit. Let's take a closer look. Apple rattled Wall Street on Thursday. The tech giant set a revenue target $6 billion short of forecasts. It also predicted a big drop in iPhone sales. China is the problem. Consumers there have been switching to phones made by local champion Huawei. Foldable handsets are also proving a big hit, and Apple doesn't make one. The firm says sales in the country came in at just under $21 billion over the December quarter, well short of the $23.5 billion forecast by analysts. Now it says revenue over the current quarter will be down at least $5 billion on this time last year. That could put it on track for the worst second quarter for iPhone sales since the onset of the global health crisis. The downbeat outlook overshadowed first quarter numbers that actually beat forecasts. iPhone sales grew strongly in most markets outside China. But the focus on the months ahead sent Apple shares down 3% in US after-hours trade. Recent pressure on Apple shares has seen it overtaken by Microsoft as the world's most valuable company. Speaking before the results, Wealth Consulting Group Chief Investment Officer Jim Warden said Apple was paying for its reliance on consumers. Apple is challenged, but China, I think consumer discretionary as a whole 
it may be more challenging as, uh, you know, as consumers perhaps slow their spending. Analysts also see Microsoft as far ahead on artificial intelligence. On Thursday, Apple chief executive Tim Cook hinted his firm was doing a lot of work on AI, but he said he wouldn't discuss it publicly until later in the year. Coming up, a top state advisor to China publishing a new book in English and pushing for global respect for Beijing. But is respect what the regime really wants? In the face of Beijing's mounting military pressure, Taiwan is training its troops to combat sudden attacks from all directions. More on Taiwan's simulated drills. And a warning from China to Ukraine, remove its firms from a sponsors of war list or brace for strained bilateral ties. More on that after the break here on China in Focus. Welcome back to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. A new book from a top Chinese economist and state advisor with a message about Beijing's policymaking. But should Americans take it at face value? Li Daokui is a state advisor to the Chinese Communist Party and one of the country's top economists. Claiming that Beijing just wants global respect, he frames the regime's policymaking as anxiety-driven and a kind of defense mode, including its push to advance its technology. That's in face of potential conflict with the U.S. over Taiwan, as well as fear that the Chinese people could undermine the CCP. But is respect Beijing's only goal? Critics point to a number of state-backed influence operations, from meddling in Taiwan's recent elections to spreading communist ideology across borders and accusations of debt-trapping nations with its Belt and Road Infrastructure Initiative. Chinese Communist Party wants China to be the ruling power of a new world order. They, they've literally said they want to lead this new multipolar order and they want to displace the rules-based order. Um, but the way that they get to the top, the way that they become the number one economic power is necessarily through displacing the United States. At the same time, Li claims he's not worried about China's free-falling birth rate and aging population and says the country's economy will overtake America's sometime within the next eight to ten years. But here's the big picture. China is struggling to keep its post-pandemic economy afloat, driven by a property crisis and mounting local debt. Foreign investment is fleeing the country as businesses rush to move their China-based production elsewhere. Worth noting, the Chinese regime has a history of using propaganda to direct public opinion inside China. Now experts say Beijing is expanding that effort to influence how the rest of the world sees the CCP. Tensions in the Taiwan Strait are at historical highs. Taiwan's military saying it's ready for the possibility of a sudden attack from the Chinese military. The two-day drill just kicked off on Wednesday. It underscores the coordination efforts between Taiwan's naval, army and air force troops through simulated combat scenarios. The same day, Taiwan's defense ministry reported that 22 Chinese warplanes tried to approach the island. According to the ministry, the planes often perform joint combat readiness patrols. It's possible that Beijing could turn these drills into real attacks. Taiwan is urging Beijing to stop escalating tensions. Any one-sided and irrational move is very likely to cause tensions to rise rapidly and undermine the status quo of regional stability in the Taiwan Strait. So we think Beijing should immediately stop these destructive moves. 
China sees Taiwan as its own territory, though its current ruling body, the communist regime, has never governed the island. Beijing recently responded to an accusation from Taiwan over a rise in Chinese balloons spotted near the island. A spokesperson for China said Wednesday that the balloons are part of civil activity and that Taiwan shouldn't make it political. Chinese balloons have been a heated topic ever since last year. Experts have accused them of spying efforts, gathering information on U.S. military facilities, and more recently, of being used as a fear tactic ahead of Taiwan's presidential election. In February 2023, the Pentagon shot down a Chinese balloon flying across the states. The incident led the U.S. Secretary of State to postpone his visit to China for months. A warning from Beijing to Ukraine. China lodged a protest on Thursday asking Ukraine to remove Chinese firms from a blacklist. China's ambassador in Kyiv said the list could hurt bilateral ties. Those on the list are des- designated as sponsors of Russia's war on Ukraine. The blacklist has no legal implications, but works as a reputational tool to make companies think twice before working with Russia. On the list are some of China's biggest oil and gas companies, such as Sinopec. Oil and gas is a primary source of revenue for Moscow now, and it became China's top crude oil supplier last year. The Kremlin has leaned closer to China amid Western sanctions. Trade between the two countries boomed, hitting over $200 billion in 2023. Leaked documents show China approved lethal aid to Russia for its war in Ukraine. That's according to an April report from the Washington Post. As for Ukraine, it's been careful not to anger China. The communist country was Ukraine's biggest trade partner before the war, and it's still an important consumer of Ukrainian grain, sunflower oil and iron ore. Ukraine has been pushing for peace through a series of high-level international meetings. China joined one of them last year, but later stopped attending. That's all for today's China In Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. If you have any feedback on the show or have something you'd like to see us cover, send us an email at chinainfocusntd.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for watching. See you soon.